0: This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Amen. It's so good to be here. Acts chapter 10. We will read from verse 24. It's not there. Acts chapter 10. Here we go. And the following day, they entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up. I myself am also a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many who had come together. Then he said to them, You know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with or go to one one of another nation. But God has shown me that I should, I, sh- I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore, I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. I asked them, what, what reason have you sent me for? And said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your arms are remembered in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joba and call Simon, here whose surname is Peter. He is lodging in the house of Simon, a tanner by the sea. When he comes, he will speak to you. So I went to you immediately, and you have done well to come. Now therefore we are all present before God to hear all the things commanded you by God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. Amen. Our Heavenly Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, we come before you this day, this night, Lord. We know that, Lord, you can never bring us together for nothing. You have something for us tonight. So, Almighty Jesus, we just come before you, Lord. We come, Lord, as we are. And we say, Lord, may your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. My father told me a story. A story of an old woman who used to be in one of the churches. He told me that... uh, This woman was always present, and when the preacher preaches, when the pastor is preaching, the woman will shout at the back, she will say, tell them, pastor, tell them. (laughs) So it happened Sunday after Sunday, the lady was shouting at the back, tell them, tell them. So the pastor will be preaching, sweating, and the lady will be shouting, tell them tell them. Every Sunday, the lady was just saying, tell them, pastor. And one Sunday, it was raining. Nobody came. So it was the pastor and this old lady. And the pastor was preaching, 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 preaching. And the lady said, if only they were here, Only they were here. Now, there's a danger even with us. You see, we, we have mirrors at home. Especially ladies, you have mirrors at home. <laughs> and when you go into your mirror, you see yourself. And if you see that there is something wrong in you, you remove it. You don't get angry, but you remove it. Because you see it in your mirror. Now, tonight I want to open up a spiritual mirror. Don't see somebody else. See yourself. When this spiritual mirror is open, don't see somebody else. Don't say, tell them, tell them. But, but just check if you need to remove something in your life. Just check if you need to remove something. You see, one of the problems we have is that we come to church, the word of God is preached, and we get angry. We don't get anything out of the word of the Lord because we don't see the word of God as our spiritual mirror where we go and say, God, remove this. You see, when the preacher is preaching about the love of God, Jesus love you, Jesus what? You you go out that door and you say, God spoke to us today. But, but when the preacher says, remove this, you will go up and say, it was that Zulu guy. He came from Peter Murray's bag. It was dead Zulu guy. So we spend our time, we waste our time coming to church hungry for God. But when the spiritual mirror is opened, we say it was dead Zulu guy. But when we hear what we want to hear, we say God's spoke glory to Jesus. You see, when you come to church, you must be prepared. Prepare your heart, prepare your mind, that you will hear the truth. And sometimes the truth will hurt you. But it is the truth. Yo, are you afraid? <laughs> so maybe after this, after this short sermon, you will say, "It was that Zulu guy from Petermarisburg." But the Bible says Cornelius was a good man. But the problem with Cornelius is that he was a Gentile. And Peter on the other side, where is where is, where is that? Where is that verse? I want it. I want it back. I want it back. I, I don't want people to say it was that Zulu guy. I want people to say it was the book of Acts. Let's bring it back. Where is it? (laughs) Bring it back. (laughs) It was the book of Acts. The Bible tells us that Jews and Gentiles were enemies. And Peter was the key man for Christianity. The Bible says, Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. So Peter was the key. In fact, when you read history, Peter was a bishop. He was the bishop of the church. But Peter was suffering from what he was told. Do you get me? He was the bishop in the church. He was very high, but he was suffering from what he was told when he was, when he was young. He was told that Gentiles are unclean. Not because of what they have done, but because they are Gentiles. He was suffering from what he was told when he was young. That Gentiles are bad people. Never associate yourself with the Gentiles. Gentiles are bad people. That's why when he even comes to this house, he said, Guys, you know very well. Even though I'm a Christian, even though I'm a bishop, but you know very well that I'm not supposed to be here because you are unclean. Not because of what you have done, but because you are Gentiles, you are unclean. When I was growing up, we were told, never marry a closer girl. We were told, never marry a closer girl because a closer girl will take you away from home. If you marry a closer girl, you will never come back. When we were young, we were told. And whatever we were told, we believed it. So when we saw Tosa girls, we were like, we're running away. (laughs) They will take us away from home. We're running away because of what we were told. Now, many of us today, we are Christians. But we are still suffering from what we were told. Many of us here today, we are Christians, we are born again, we praise God, we speak in tongues, but we are still suffering from what we were told. How many people you hate today because of what you were told about them? How many people you avoid today because of what you were told when you were young? How many people you don't like today? You even say it, I don't like so and so because of what you were told. You know, when we were young we were told that a white person is responsible for our suffering. We were told that a white person is responsible for we you see we didn't even want to know how is that. But we just believed that whatever they are telling us is true. And we started to hate white people because we were told. So even here, we have people who are suffering. Who are suffering from what they were told. We have people who are Christians like Peter. But who are still suffering. We have people in South Africa who are in high positions. Some are pastors, but they are still suffering. When you start talking about June 16, they will start crying. And they will say, really, we hate white people. They are suffering from what they were told. Now today, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge your thinking. I want want you to think back and say, my decisions, are they based on what I was told? my decision your friends your friends that you have the enemies that you have what is the cause of that is it because of what you were told when peter came in this house he said you know you know very well that i'm not supposed to be here yes you are praying yes you say you believe in god but I was told when I was young that you will never change. That is, that, is, that is what you hear. That is what you hear today that people will never change. But we believe in Jesus. Jesus is busy changing people. Jesus is busy transforming people. Jesus is busy doing the great work in people. So it doesn't matter what we were told. There is a new story, and that new story is there. Whoever comes to Christ is a new creature. It doesn't matter what we were told. It doesn't matter what we were told. But there is a new story in Christ. Let me tell you something, brothers. White people, some white people are rude. But, listen here, listen. Listen. Listen here, some white people are rude, and some black people are rude. They are not rude because they are white. They are not rude because they are black, they are rude because they are minds. They are rude because they are must, they need Jesus Christ. That is, that is why the Bible says, listen here, that is why the Bible says, We are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. If people cannot do it outside, we can do it in the church of God. People must see us and say what is impossible with men, it is possible with God. People must see the fruits in us. We should not be driven by what we were told. People are angry. We have a generation which is angry because they were told these people are bad. Now when Peter came in this house, he came with that attitude. And Cornelius says to him, listen my brother, listen my brother, you are here now. Forget about the Jews. Forget about the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Forget about the white man. Forget about the black man. We are here today to listen to the good news. Tell us about Jesus. Tell us about Jesus who can change lives. Tell, about, tell us about Jesus who can unite people. Don't tell us about your jewel. Don't tell us us about your nationality. You see, one of the things you should remember when you come into this church is that you leave your culture outside and adjust to the new culture, which is Jesus Christ's culture. The church of God, the church of God is suffering today because people are closer outside. They want to be closer even inside. People are Zulus outside, they want to, they want the whole church to be Zulu. They are white outside, they want the whole church to be white. When we come to, when we come here, we come in the presence of the Lord. (laughs) Whether you are black, whether you are white, whether you are yellow, you belong to the same Jesus who died on the cross for all of us. Leave your culture outside. Leave your cat outside. When we come here, we come into the hands of the Father. We are in heaven for Jesus' sake. We are in heaven. We don't see, we don't see people as we don't look at people that like, you black, you white, you what? When we are here, we are crazy about God. We are not crazy about the color. Hallelujah. We are not crazy about the color when we come here. But we are crazy about God. The church of God should be the salt of the world. We are changing the situation. The church of God is not meant just to pray. But the church of God is meant to pray and act. We are called to pray and act. Hallelujah. We are called to help. We are called to evangelize. We don't want a white church. We don't want a black church. But we want God's church. Where everybody is free to worship God. Hallelujah. Oh, it was that Zulu guy. Now when Peter came, he came with that mentality and he said, ah, you know, you know the story. You know what, you know what. And this guy said, no, give us the word. Give us the word. Hallelujah. And the first thing he said when he opened his mouth, he said, now I know that Jesus, that God is not like man. So, immediately, Peter said, if in you Gentiles, you are welcomed. If in you Gentiles, you are welcomed. Whether you are circumcised or not circumcised, but you are welcomed. Because the issue was about circumcision. The issue was about what happens outside. Because we judge, we judge people because of what we see outside. We don't care about the gift of God inside them. Check. Look around you. How many people you don't like because of what you were told. You were told stories. But Jesus is telling you another story this day. You were told different stories. We are going to June 16 now. And when you talk about June 16. Some people will even cry. Why they are crying? They were not even there when it happened. But they were told. Hallelujah. They were told. They were told that it was bad. And they believed it. And they need somebody to say, Look, we were not there, but we are here now. They need somebody to say, look, Jesus died on a cross so that we may forgive one another. So that we may have peace. And we want to see peace in this church. We don't want to see fake hugs. We don't want to see fake hugs. You know, people people will be going hugging, 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 but what they do is not what they feel. A person can hug you and and, and inside saying, you are a dog. A person can hug you and smile at you but inside their heart they will be saying you are a dog. We don't need fake hugging. We don't need fake hugging. But we need genuine love in the church of God. And you don't need to be friends with white people so that you can show off. And you don't need to be friends with black people so that you can show off. That is not Christianity. You know, ah, hey, I brought a white man in the village. Hey, they will see. God, I'm the first one to bring a white man in this village. They will see. And you you are also on the adventure of saying, I went to Kayamande. I'm the first white person to go to Kayamande. Hey! Church of God, we are not acting. This is not a movie. But it comes from our hearts. This is not a movie. This is not just an experience so that you can share with your friends. But love comes in our hearts. We have to reach a point where we say, I love these people. And I even forget their colors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even here, when we worship God, we are worshiping God. And you know that some people are distracted. Whenever a white person starts to sing, all the whites will stand up. Shout, hallelujah. Inside the church of God. Church. People of God. Not outside, inside the church of God. Immediately the the, the, the white person moves back, the black person takes over, all the blacks will stand up. What is this church? What is happening? What is happening in the church of God? When we worship God, we don't look at the color. We don't care who's singing. We just want to connect with our God. We just want to connect with our God. But yes, we are suffering from what we were told. Sure. And some of us, they come to, we come to church to just mind our own business. <laughs> Have you met people like that who comes to church to mind their own business? You come and sit in your chair. You don't talk to anybody. I'm just minding my own business. We don't come to church. Listen, when you do that it's racism. Because this is a fellowship. This is a community. This is a, a, a this is a community. You you don't mind your own business. We are minding one business in this house, God's business. We are all here to mind God's business, not your business. So now we should care about your moods. I'm not in the mood today. I'm not in the mood today. I'm not in the mood today. Be in the mood. It is not about you. Be in the mood. It is about God. And some people are always in the hurry. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going now. Can you give me the lift? Can you give me? We are busy praying. You want the lift? Can you give me the lift? Can you give me the lift? <laughs> you are suffering from what you were told. You were told that people are bad, so you want to run away. That's a spirit of the devil. And we go against it tonight in the name of Jesus. When you come into the presence of the Lord, focus. Focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, touch me. Forget about other things. Just focus on God and say, Jesus, touch me. Touch my heart. Don't be looking for the leaves. We are busy praying. You're looking for your keys. I'm going now. I'm going now. I'm going now. You are always in a hurry because you don't want to belong in a community. And some of us like me, you know, when I was growing up, I was told that I will never be anything. They were saying, look at your family. They all died. You remained alone. And I believed that story. It stayed up to you. And every day of my life, I was looking for reasons to kill myself. I was saying to myself, I'm told. And what they told me, it's here in front of me. It's a reality. So there is one thing which can set me free. is to kill myself. It is racism. That is racism. Do you understand? Failure to give a chance to people because they are different from you, that is racism. So say, like that song, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to see. Because some people, every day of their life, They don't see their blessings. They don't see our importance. We try so hard to pray for them. We try to support them. But every day they think about killing themselves. I know it's painful. I know it's painful. I know it's deep. But what is the cause? It's because of what you were told. Now I'm saying tonight, get out of it. In the name of Jesus, get out of it. In the name of Jesus, we have even given names, good names. You see, I'm I'm i an introvert. That's why we say, I, I don't I, I don't talk too much. I don't want to talk too much. We don't have that as children of God because we have a ministry. God has given us gifts and those gifts are not for us but are for people. God has given us. You see, don't praise. Don't praise these things. We praise depression now. Oh no, it's just a depression. Nothing serious. it's just a stress, nothing serious. Somebody's in hospital for three weeks and people are saying it's just depression, nothing serious. And some of them, they they even fake their sickness because they want to run away from us. That's racism. That's racism. You see we are bad people we know We know we are bad people We will make you angry We will make you sad We will make you feel like there is no God but we belong together We'll make you crazy and you'll 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 think about joining another church and you'll go and join another church you'll find the same people and you'll go and join another church. You'll find the same people. And you'll go and join another church. You'll find the same people. As long as you gather people around. There will be conflict. But we are not divided by the conflict. We are united. We are the church of God. We are united. So I don't know what is happening in your life. But my challenge is to you tonight is that you were told stories. Even with your life, even with your life, you were told stories. And the proof is there in front of you. You were told that you will never make it, you will never get anywhere because your parents have divorced and and the proof is just right there. But do you believe in what you were told by men than what God is telling you. I remember my father bought a radio, you know a, a radio, so so the radio was playing, when we were young and I asked one of my friends what is happening with the radio? Who's singing? Who's what? And my friend said, No, there are people inside. There are people in that world. Yes, they are there. So I came back and then I tried to open, I tried to open, I tried to open because I was told there are people there. So I was looking for people and when I I tried to bring it back, it couldn't, I tried until my father came and my father said, What happened in the first place? Then as I was looking for people, there are no people here. Many of us, many of us, we have done a lot of mistakes because we were told. People are telling us stories, we believe it, we do it, but tonight I'm saying to you, let us believe in Jesus Christ. Tonight I'm telling you, let us believe in Jesus Christ. Let us believe in God. That in court we are one. In court we are one. They told us all these stories, but we are one. There is this woman who came to Jesus and said, Jesus, have mercy upon me. My daughter is sick. And Jesus said, Ah. You know what? I cannot take the food of the kings and give it to the you know what? To the dogs. And this woman said, Ah, Jesus. Don't worry. I'm a dog, I know. But even the dogs, and I like what Jesus said. I have never seen faith like this, even among my people. Can I tell you a story you will not believe? There are things you will never find in your own people, which you will find in my people. There are things I can never find in my people, which I will find in the happiest people. That is how we are created. That is how we are created. You will go searching, 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 searching. You will never find them because they are invested in a Zulu guy. And in order for you to to receive those things, you have to say, Zulu guy, speak to me. And there are things I cannot find in my people. I, I have to say, white person, speak to me. Because God knew That we need to be united. Now this is a challenge to you. Church of God. I don't know what is happening around Stellenbosch. But I know what is happening around KZN. I know about the killings. I know about the hate. Just this past month. Few boys gathered together. And went and set the the farm uh, on fire the Legion 45, everything for no reason because of what they saw on TV about this June 16. Hey, I'm telling you, this June 16 is going to kill us. Because people believe what they are told more than what God is telling them. So I'm challenging you, I don't know if this is a preaching or this is a teaching, but I'm challenging you today. It starts It doesn't start with us. But it starts with you. Then it's us. If you want to see change, start in yourself. And say, God, help me. Don't say, God, help us. Say, God, help me. We have the responsibility as the children of God to challenge this city. We have a responsibility as the children of God to love this city. But it starts here. What do you believe? What do you have in your mind? What is happening? You were told many stories. Are you deciding to believe them? Or are you deciding to believe in God? When Peter came in this house, he said, from today I know. That whether you are Jew, whether you are a Gentile, you have a place in God's heart. And that's what I want to say to you tonight. We have done a prayer here and I want to confirm it. You have a place. You might not have a place in your home. You might not have a place in your friends, in your school, everywhere, but in heaven, you have a place. In Jesus' heart, you have a place. That's one thing you need to believe. When people leave you, left, right, and center, when they turn against you, remember, you don't have a place in their hearts. You have a place in Jesus' heart. So that was, that, was, that was the agenda of the day. God was saying to Peter, Peter, whether you are Jew, whether you are, you are you are you are Gentile, in my heart you have a place, and that's a story you need to believe today. I have a place. I have a place. Whether there is a bad situation in front of you, whether you are doing good, but you have a place. Now we are about to pray. Can I ask the worship uh, the worship? Uh, team to come up. Let us just close our eyes. And can I ask uh, the ushers to bring us uh, Holy Communion instrument, please? And the rest of us, let us just let us just, let us just focus and just close our eyes as we pray. Stories all over. We are told different things. But I want to confirm this to you this morning, this night. You have a place in Jesus' heart. Whether you are white, whether you are black, you have a place. You have a place. Maybe situation now Is pressing you down. But the only hope we have is that we have a place in Jesus. Now if you are here tonight and say, God, help me. If you are here tonight and say, God, change my mind. Change my mind. I was also told and I believed. But today I want to believe that I have a place. All along, Lord, I was suffering from what I was told. But today, Lord, I want to believe I have a place. Now, if if you are saying that, you can just stand up wherever you are. Don't be afraid and say, Lord, Lord, I have a place. Just stand on your feet. And say, Lord, I have a place. Some of us are angry. We are angry. Because of what we were told. We are angry because we were told what is happening in our lives. It's because of this and this. But tonight... Jesus is saying to us, you have a place. 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 Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.